0: <laughs> I'm excited about this. Yes. Sorry, I got out of the way. I'm sorry, Jen. Let me let's get back to. The, I'm, I'm sorry. Everybody, welcome to the Mike Shetty Show. Our first show, and I'm really excited. This is my lovely co-host. She's an actress and writer. The great Jenny Springs. Hey, Jen. Hi, Mike. How you doing? I'm cool. What do you call it? You know what I got? To, you know what I'm, I'm so dry down here. I got three things to drink. Number yeah, one, I'm drinking this. <gasps>
1: look what i've got can you wait can you see this
0: Cassie? oh yeah well look what caffeine i got the yeah yeah caffeine i've drink been drinking this for the past 10 minutes
1: yeah. <laughs> i can drink this all day
0: me too because today was how, was how was everything going today was a horrible day for me
1: um it was a hard day for me i've been really tired you know i haven't been feeling that great so i took a bunch of caffeine so this should be an exciting show uh, It'll be awesome. I, I take a lot of caffeine pills. That I, gives me I had a bit.
0: I, my, they've been painting my house this whole week. I'm eating up at 8 o'clock every morning now.
1: Yeah, you were telling me that. That's crazy.
0: I usually in REM sleep at 8 a.m.
1: Yeah, so am I. But I like the because, color. I like the color of your room. It looks really good.
0: Oh, uh, thanks, Jen. I, I, I got to put my blue screen back up.
1: What do you call that, that color? It's like an orangey.
0: Oh, uh, brand. It was, I forgot the name of it because they had a huge like chart to pick from, right? And it was like yeah. as you know I both date were like 85 million college, And it mm-hmm. took me like five days to pick one. <laughs> but you don't know what you picked? Like uh I forgot the name of it. Oh
1: uh, well it looks nice anyway.
0: Thanks, Jen. I wanted something to make people happy and cheery and pop, you know?
1: Yeah. They say, I think they say blue is the happiest color, I think. Or blue I was going to or- paint
0: my room green. How weird would that have looked?
1: I think it would look cool, but I, I like the color you picked, but yeah. But I don't like, like, the white background is so blah.
0: Colors do cheer you up, because They really do, because Jen, I want to bring on our first guest, who you're going to love. She's an amazing person as well. Uh, I know Madison for a, a bunch of years now. She's a, a actress, writer comedian, and she also worked in finance on Wall Street, yes. the great Madison Malloy. Hey, Maddie. What's going on? This is my friend Jenny. She, 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 uh, Hi, Maddie. Say hello. hello, guys. Meet each other a little bit. Nice Hi, to nice
2: meet you.
1: you. Nice to meet you. Uh, I read a bit, little bit about your book. I didn't get a chance to read it because I just found out about this whole thing, Yeah. Um, but I would love to hear about it because you, you talked about finances. Yes. Um. I I
2: did. I got a stack of books right here. It's called Time to Lighten the Fuck Up, which I feel like is a very relevant uh, thing right now.
1: I think it's very relevant. I could use a book like that. Um, (laughs) Can you tell me, do you have advice for someone like me who's like always uptight? Like I'm usually like this. I don't even know it. Like walking around like this, is there a way to just relax and go through your day and... Do you have any advice about that in the book? I, I haven't. Yeah. Like when
2: your shoulders are tense, obviously you're tense. So try to be aware of pulling them down. But what I like to do is I'm not a person that really can sit and meditate for a long time. So what works for me is that I'll breathe in for eight seconds, hold mm-hmm. it for eight seconds, then breathe out for eight seconds. You should feel a lot more relaxed and better. Mm-hmm. If not, do it again. Isn't that called and box do it breathing? Again. Is that box breathing? it might be it's just something that i do um and and it kind of helps you relax and also figure out maybe write down like what's making you so tense like obviously there's some anxiety of some nervousness or some unknownness which is making you tense so really write down what it is and if it is an anxiety or a fear write down what that fear looks like if it came true and what you'll really realize is that those fears start to lose their power. You can drop your shoulders, breathe and go with the flow. And another thing that I really like to do is always remind myself, no matter what happens, life is happening for me, not to me. So that helps you kind of go with the flow. You're like, wow, I really wanted that to work. It didn't, but this is happening in my greater good. So fuck it and move on. But those
0: no, are that Daddy, I move. wanted to ask you, and I'm sure Jenny would love this too. Um, I know you worked in finance, right? And you've been yeah. in comedy for years. And we both like finance. Jenny. There's those two learning about money stuff like me. Which was more? Which is more brutal, showbiz or or, or the finance world?
2: Uh, probably showbiz because it doesn't have like a base salary. Uh, so <laughs> you know you're really slinging it. Um, but yeah, probably showbiz showbiz there's not as much of a direct path it's kind of a very unknown which causes a lot of angst and anxiety so you really have to to love it um and also really get a grasp on what you can control and what you can't.
0: Jen uh, right the thing is I I I Jen you Jen like was talking about stuff like that one day about uh I forgot what you had said Jen it was a money thing was I forgot you were going to sign up for a while ago right?
1: Yeah yeah about being financially independent about being smart about it, which I I don't really understand stocks, bonds, the whole investing thing. I I have trouble grasping that whole thing. So I don't know if your book would help me because I don't really understand the terms yet. Yeah, there's a couple Um, chapters on,
2: you know, freeing your finances, freeing your mind. But um, one of the tips I'll give you, um, YouTube has so many great um, channels. I can send you some offline. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but that, uh, that you can just watch in your free time and, and kind of finally ed- financially educate yourself. But there's also all these financial advisors. You can walk into any of the banks and just say, hey, I've got X amount of dollars. I need I need some help. And they'll sit down with you and they'll say, what are your goals? What is your risk tolerance? And then you mm-hmm. can get with somebody who can start investing. They'll come up with a plan, figure out what you can do every month because you want to be consistent. And then you're just going to start feeling freer, just just more relaxed, right? That's because that.
1: Would help me because you know I was saying I'm like this all the time. Well, it's like I'm always worried about money. That is what I worry about. And and that
2: day. and that, as crazy as it sounds, and I read about this in the book. That will keep money away from you. It, it's like a resistance thing. So the more you can find other ways to make money and like saving money, and it, whether it's you start with fifty dollars a month and then you build to a hundred or two fifty and and more and more, you're gonna start feeling better about that. But worrying about money isn't going to make you more money. It should cause this resistance. So I think what you really need is financial education, um, which you can get. There's tons of YouTube stuff, channels on it. It's great. Make sure they're obviously verified and they have a lot of, you know, kind of co- good comments and ratings. Um, and then also just go to your bank and, and figure out a plan because I think you'll feel better when you're not so, so stressed about that.
1: I think so, too. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Those those channels. Yeah, (laughs) there's ways you can bring
2: money in, right? If you have a free night, maybe you can go guest bartend. Maybe you can go, you know, uh, help a neighbor, walk some dogs. Whatever it is, the more money you can bring in, the healthier you're going to feel about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived with the scarcity mindset for years. I was like paycheck to paycheck. There was months I didn't think I could make my rent. I was like a absolute mess. I had all this money and I went broke. Made some bad investment decisions. So I've been it. I've been in your boat. There's months like right now things are a little bit tighter, and then there's months where things are a little bit freer. Like, but you have to just know that money is an energy, mm-hmm. and it you gotta just. Mm, use it as a positive energy money is a positive thing it's not a negative thing and and just know that it flows to you but you have to take action you can't just sit there and fantasize about a dream home or dream number in your bank you've got to take the action and and i'm somebody who who i was just like you i was was worried i was my shoulders were always up i was riddled with anxiety i was sad um and when i just kind of started to unravel and uncomplicate everything is when things started to open up and change.
0: This is awesome, Matt. Because I was going to ask you, Maddie, um, and I know I know Jenny's definitely curious about this. As well, I think how long did it take you to write your book?
2: So I had had the idea for for a long time after I was able to like get over all my kind of like self sabotage hurdles, I want to call them, um, and just living kind of a miserable life that I was trying to escape from. Um, and I would kind of write down this, this, the areas of things I was able to improve upon and things of that sort. But I didn't know how to. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where to start. And by I, I prayed to God. Uh, prayer is a huge thing for it's me. Very um, powerful. They really are. Very powerful. It, it, it was more powerful for me than the law of attraction, and they're both very similar. And we can talk about that. It's believing in something that you can't see but you have faith that it's there so for some people it's a law of attraction they can be like okay i have faith that i'm gonna have this job that i'm gonna have this car this house this spouse whatever it is and they and they and then you you just believe it you don't question it for me i had trouble staying in that so when i started praying i said well i trust god so it will show up
0: jenny you should you should email maddie because she's a really good writer she's very real like david mammoth is yeah
1: Yeah. I, I didn't mean to make that noise. I was opening my Coke. Um, but yeah, so so um, I
2: met my, I basically like went to a master. I ended up in a mastermind. Like somebody told me like, get to Mexico three days later. I was in Mexico at a mastermind retreat with all these doctors and CEOs. And we were there for a week and it was this intimate gathering. And there happened to be a publisher there. And we met, I showed him my idea and what I had and what I wanted to do. And five months later, the book was Whoa. out.
1: Wow. So that just happened for you? You just happened to meet upon a publisher and things yeah. just kind of went from there? Because I, yeah. I I am a Power too. of
2: prayer. Power of prayer. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I don't know how everything happened. There are certain things now in my life that are showing up that I'm going, I can't explain this. Mm -hmm. I don't know how these things are falling in my lap. It's just, I'm going with the flow. I'm relaxing, and I'm open to any opportunity. I'm not closed off anymore. I'm not saying, you know, I know Mike introduced me as an actress. I do not identify as an actress. I'm not. I'm an sorry, actress.
0: Matt. I, I, I'm
2: just going to um, ask if you. The money, trust me. If the, I'm a capitalist. So I'm a pure fucking capitalist. So if the money showed <laughs> up, I would become an actor. Uh, but no, I'm more of an author and a speaker. Kind of. do People are still trying to drag me back into comedy. I'm kind of not really doing it. But well,
0: tell, you know. tell, Maddie, Maddie, tell. Uh, I'm sorry. comedy comedy's like she, she's an actress, and she tell what it's like how, how good comedy is. I mean, it's kind of weird, right?
2: Well, comedy is like anything. It's it's the attitude you go in with. There's going to be struggles. There's going to be uh, blocks. There's going to be self doubt. Um, if you're not confident, obviously you're not going to take the risk you need. You're not going to be willing to try new things. That was a, a thing for me for a long time. You start defaulting back to the old material, and then you're never growing. I know. Um, but it is brutal. But if you have a positive attitude and you're not engaging in the drama and you're having fun with it, it's a really great environment. I I would say comedy was a very positive experience for me overall. I met wonderful mm-hmm. people. Um, Mike Bichetti being one oh, of them. Oh, thank you,
0: Betty, because
2: you
0: know, wonderful you know, uh, uh, that I never was uh, So, Jeff a very funny person actually. Sometimes, like yeah. some pe- like you are. Some people just. You know what I mean? You can't manufacture funny.
2: No, you I think you're just kind of born with it, right? I was born with like a like a naughty mouth, like a naughty mm-hmm. head. I'm like, I just think I'm just a I'm just a pervert.
1: I don't know why. Oh that
0: then, Matt, Matt, the thing is that uh both of you girls aren't from New York originally and people seem way cooler. I'm not because from New York. Jenny's from Massachusetts. Massachusetts. from Massachusetts.
2: But, oh, I thought you said from New York. I'm like, I'm not from
1: New York.
0: I'm not from New no, York. You're from I'm Colorado. Where are you from?
1: Colorado yeah Colorado okay yeah. and you moved do you live in New York now or no I'm kind of still
2: a nomad. I was in New York I went back to Denver and then I'm here just for kind of promoting my book and my book tour and then I'll mm-hmm. go back to Denver and then come back to New York but I think I'll just be in New York uh, part-time going forward. I love New York City but I love it like six months out of the year and then I'm like yeah. okay, I really like the suburbs I became a suburb person. Mm-hmm. You know, I just like waking up to green grass and no trash on the streets. That's kind of nice.
1: It's wonderful. Like It's great.
2: Everything's great.
1: But I am so interested in like the process of publishing the book, writing the book. How long did it take you to do this whole thing? Because I am a writer, but that's Got another on. area where I get anxiety. I feel like, well, am I good enough to do this? Can I really do this? Can I really yes. share with the world my yes. thoughts? It's like showing my naked soul. Yes. You can, and the only one that's preventing
2: you is you. So Mm -hmm. start, start, start laying stuff out, have some chapter titles, know what you want to talk about, know what category you're in, what's your target market, start with that and then just start freely writing. And you don't even sometimes have to write a lot of my shit. I would record on my phone and then I would upload into zoom and transcribe it and clean it up. So I would have the thoughts and the tones and I wouldn't miss anything because I'm going, oh shit, I need to go back and put a comma and then I forget my thought. So I would do a lot of, a lot of authors actually do that, especially in the self-help area, Mm -hmm. like nonfiction area. Um, And that was, that, that was amazing. I had like a coach with me with my publisher. So that helped too. Um, But you just got to like, do it like there's literally nothing holding us back in this world except for us right so we we sit there and we wait around for people to say yes we wait for the agents we wait for the casting directors we wait for the film directors we wait for everything and the reality is there's so many other ways to do things yourself right and make money to where you can be moving yourself forward while all that other stuff is in is waiting behind it you know so I think you should just, and I think you would have more confidence and feel better and feel more relaxed if every day you were working towards a goal you wanted to achieve. Even if it's one hour a day, you just say, okay, I'm going to work on this book. I'm going to outlay my chapters and then I'm going to find out my target market and then I'm going to write my other chapter and 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 you're you're going to be great. And now apparently I just became a life coach. So uh, how are we doing? <laughs>
0: Good, Matt, because I want to, those guys probably want to kill me on the end of this. You know my friend, comics want to murder me I I
2: thought we were talking, I thought we were, you were like, come on and let's talk about dating.
0: No, because this is much better because I remember you writing the book and then I was like, what do you call it? Jenny's a writer. So I figured this would be much better for the show and and then we'd all get to learn something cool.
2: Perfect. I was like, I have a ton of dating disasters. I've I've been in this city eating for free for like six weeks. It's been wonderful. Um, My pants don't fit, but uh, (laughs) I'm (laughs) happy.
0: Matt, where can we find your book? Huh? Where can we find your book? I'm so sorry.
2: So you go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, like find the book there. Um, Time to lighten the fuck up. This is like a packet of books. So sorry, it's like wrapped right now because they're for press. Um, We
0: such a great gift. We got guests. We got a lot out of you. Jenny is, is cool. You guys are both, you should email each other because she loves the writing. So do you.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me know where I can where I can help. But but do the box if you if that's what you call box brain. That's just what I do. I just like it. Yeah, it because it just you can't think of anything when you're like counting to eight and you're holding in your breath. Like right. you start you 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 stop spinning. Uh, as much, and just remember, like every shitty thing that may happen to you that you view as shitty, be like, "Wow, this is happening for me. What am I learning from this, and how is this making me grow?" And you will start to propel forward. Another thing too is if you're feeling like a little bit blue and a little bit down, and um, go get your hormones checked. Go to a private oh. practice oh. doctor. Get your hormones um, checked. Not, not a primary care doctor because an endocrinologist. I have, have one. You, they will fuck you. Private, private practice. It's not that much. They will do a full check, just to make sure your body and your mind are working. Because I always tell people, I'm like, you could go, like, don't go run and get antidepressants. Don't go run and throw your money down. I
1: refuse to take antidepressants, but I do have some autoimmune issues. I do, I actually do have that. So it's interesting. Yeah, so make sure, yeah. So make sure your body's working, and then if you still need it, then that's a, that's
2: another discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's another thing too. Is like maybe your nervousness and your uptightness and your anxiety is it could be coming from maybe a hormonal imbalance. I mean, I had low testosterone, and I thought, well, that's fine. I'm a girl.
1: No, yeah, I have it too. I have so low testosterone. Much. But isn't mm-hmm. that okay? The doctors say, oh, that's okay. You know, it's a little low. Doctors are white. Yeah, well, doctors. They just kind of brush everything aside. Even when private they say it's oh, yeah, so really private, off, that's okay. Private
2: practice is always the best because they they they're not they're not held by the insurance companies. Mm-hmm. So they can do more in-depth panels.
3: But then um, that's just, that is
2: that's just money. Yeah, but you're going to make more money once your mind and your body's functioning, everything else is going to come into play, right? So your body might not be functioning because maybe something's off, maybe something else is going on that you don't know. Mm -hmm. So you can't think properly to then bring in that opportunity. So you got to make that investment, figure out what's going on, get your body in check and then boom, watch everything else fall into place. I'm telling you, it happened to me. I thought I was falling apart. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I was so depressed. I felt suicidal at times. I was like, I was a mess and I would come off confident and I was dying on the inside, literally dying. And I found out my vitamin D levels were in the trash. My thyroid wasn't working. My testosterone was in the trash. Women need two to 300. Mine was at 19, like had the pellets put in, had the thyroid medication, got the vitamin D, like my whole life changed. And then that's was the like pressure, Maddie, was that's amazing. Up, praying. And it, it was great. So, girl, you got this. You just gotta take take charge of your health.
1: Yeah. It yeah. yeah. It's hard because I always think, oh, it's gonna cost so much money. Cause my regular ed, regular endocrinologist he'll see the numbers like being really high. He'll accuse me of not taking my thyroid replacement and I take it every day. And he's telling me, no, you don't take it every day. Maybe you're on the wrong medication. Well, it's it's um, levothyroxine. And he's like, yeah, no, it, it should be fine if you're taking it every day. You're obviously not. And I am. Okay, so
2: let me tell you something. This is why you need to go to a private practice. You need to find the money. You need to borrow the money. You need to go. So I was also on levothyroxine. So here's the thing. When they do, when your primary care doctor, when they run it through insurance, they do a blood test. They test for your T4 levels, okay? Cause that's what the insurance covers. Here's the problem. A lot of people will that have a thyroid issue, their T4 levels are off. So they'll be put on a levothyroxine. That's what I was on for years. And then I still wasn't feeling that great. Then I went to the private practice and they did a full like in-depth panel. And they go, well, your T3 also doesn't work. So the medication you're taking is not addressing the T3, it's only addressing the T4, but the T3 is more of the mood. So they're not you're not going to get that in a regular test. You need to be switched to a different medication. So then I got switched to a different one that's addressing both T3 and T4. So that could be your issue, is that they're not testing T3 and the T3 is the one that's actually more impactful.
0: Maddie, I'm gonna have to wrap this up a little bit because these guys want to murder me, I think, on the other end.
2: I know they are I'm glad they're not on camera because they're probably going wrap it up, wrap it up.
0: I know comics as <laughs> well. <laughs> Jen, that's what Tom are probably like. They're like, "Hey, Mikey, and then they're gonna murder me after the show." Yeah, bring us
2: on one at a time next time, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I will. I want to get a piece for you know, fun for everyone. But Maddie, thank you. It was so good to see you virtually.
2: week. Thank you. I'm so excited for you guys. Congratulations! And thank um, you.
1: What's
2: up? He's
0: gonna be fun.
1: Yeah, I'm new to all this, so I don't really know, like about podcasts. I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of waiting. But good all.
2: hands with Mike. Everybody loves Mike. Anybody wants to help Mike. We love you, Mike. You are amazing. Thank and you, I-
0: Maddie.
2: Your success. I'm pumped. I will see you
0: soon, Maddie. Thank you.
2: All right. I'm Thank dropping you,
1: off. Okay. Buy my book. Time to light the fuck up. I'm going to buy that book. I go to buy oh, the book is awesome, right?
0: Perfect. Hmm? I, I, I booked Maddie because so I knew you guys would click
1: yeah yeah right? i can't wait to get I got book. you girl i can help
2: you where i can thank you all right you guys have a great show and thank you so much for this opportunity i appreciate thank it Thank you, maddie I was all
0: right to you. bye thank you bye. that was fun jen because i knew you guys would click i wanted to book people you had fun with you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah no she had a wealth of information i'm really excited about this and i want to get her
0: book it's gonna um, be cool right
1: yeah, definitely going to. you doing, right up I think I'm, just... I'm going to go to one of those doctors because she makes sense. Like, yeah, you're losing money when you first go to them because you're not you're paying out of pocket. Insurance doesn't cover it. But on the other hand, you're gaining money because you're getting your your, your life back.
0: Absolutely, you can't put a As price you... on price on your life
1: or on your health. No, you your can't. health,
0: right? Yeah. Jen, we're going to have to our next guest. He's a longtime friend. I know him like over 20 years. All my friends I know for a long time. And that's, that's great.
1: great
0: thank you jen because you're yeah. gonna love him he was uh a writer on, he wrote for the howard stern show he also had a show called miserable men Show on serious we go back like at least 20 something years my good friend the great mike Moss. oh yeah
3: take your top off now i'm sorry i was on another site
0: hi hi <laughs> th- hi i thought th- th- you were ready to shoot me <laughs> <laughs>
3: how are you listen good. i'm glad to finally is my friend, Jenny. She's been- Jenny, hi. Hi. I'm, i nice to meet you. I'm so glad Thanks. to be uh, finally hanging out with people with low testosterone. Um, <laughs> listen, I, uh, it, it's it's. I had plenty of testosterone, but I actually donated uh, most of mine to kids from China and Africa because you know it's the kind of guy.
0: He's been a good friend of me, Jen, because uh, Mike got me started radio when he called on Sirius XM. We had a show called The Miserable Men Show. Mike oh. did. Right?
3: Yeah. Well, well it, was, it was it was Bob Levy, uh, Shuli Agar, uh, Mark Burns, and myself. Uh, it, it was a great time, and and you were always amazing.
0: Oh, uh, thanks, for,
3: the Best. Can you tell Jenny that funny story
0: about Halloween? Oh, <laughs> again, they, they like playing pranks to me, but not asking yes. in a good way. Like, no, no, no what happened to me? You know? Listen, it, it, okay.
3: all of us, you know, and it's a stern universe where everybody's ball busters everybody is is yeah can we swear here on are, are we good with swearing
0: uh i don't care what about you i don't care i mean
1: i don't care it's you know as long as it's all right, all but
3: wild, I, I don't care all right i'm trying try to get too salty but uh <laughs> but we, so so uh for halloween one time we have this other guy lenny that we have on quite a bit uh, back then and uh so we said everybody's dressing up so Come in in your best costume, and of course, none of us, none of the hosts, dressed up. And and uh, Lenny and Mike dressed. You were a witch, right? I was
0: the wicked witch of the west. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so
3: he's in the whole regalia, and and Lenny's in his whole thing, and so they're sitting there, and it's like everybody else is in their street clothes, and it's like, you know, that's kind of stuff we did. Because
0: I we, come in, yeah. I was like, oh no, you don't think it to have me originally dressed as Dorothy what? from the Wizard of Oz oh that Don't would have been it. awesome <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Shanna, i felt bad enough as the witch because i came into the city dress like that <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was the whole thing uh yes so so jenny so i want to know about you uh uh so how did how do you know uh mike i all right
1: so i was a little bit involved in acting and a lot involved in modeling when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Then oh, I you to still up are in school, obviously Linda. You yeah yeah. But um, I went to school, had kids, uh, the whole thing, had a family. Right. Kind of fell off the grid for a while, and then now my kids are older. So a couple of years ago, I started back into the acting scene. And I started with background work and stuff like that, and I actually decided I'm going to go way outside my comfort zone because mm-hmm. that's something I love to do. I really like to challenge myself. And I have this fear of driving. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know about it. And so I decided I'm going to drive to New York, which is-
3: wow. And where absolutely- are you from? Where, where were you? Where were you? Oh,
1: At I live in Massachusetts. Okay. So it's about a four a four to four and a half hour drive to go into the city. And so mm-hmm. that's like terrifying for me because it's the highways I hate and it's all highways.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: but anyway, I, I took, a class um from Richard Klein a comedy class mm-hmm. and I loved it so much that he said he had another class a longer class and I went to that and that's where I met Mike
3: yeah with Mike, Mike and it seemed longer better. at least yeah um yeah absolutely that's well that's cool and and so now you're the co-host so cool and, you know, and you're oh, living I in New York I want to tell
0: York? you something Jen Jen has yeah. one of these I sent the one you are not only a funny man and a great writer but a brilliant artist Oh well oh, thank he you. was
1: telling me about that, yes.
0: Thank you. At least I hold have, it the I right... have Mike, mand- hold it the right way. Oh sorry, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, I'm good, I'm good sales pitcher. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hold it up, hold it up so Jenny can see. Oh, okay, sorry, Jen.
3: He could, do you know where the camera is at all? Have you <laughs> did you go to the eye doctor today too? <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, then. Put, it, put it above she, your head
3: any any five feet any, above your head will still be able to see it yeah. like
1: it up a, a little
2: higher above
3: I, your head and you have five feet of space to to do it wait look there it is there okay. it is
1: yeah. yes that's really cool that's really cool oh that's the magnet
0: yeah, yeah but the a other magnet
1: can... Right?
0: Yeah. I was gonna ask you, Mike, right? Can anybody if you can anybody draw? I don't think anybody can.
3: Well, I hope not. I'd be out of the job. No, no, no. Um, I'm
0: saying, but it, it's like an act or a comic, do you have it or you don't, right? Well, I, I think especially
3: with, with with drawing, with any kind of artwork, it's it's you have to start really early. I think comedy you can start a little bit later, but with with you have to have the love to draw because because it's so slogging to 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 sit and it's hard enough to write jokes but to actually you know draw and and just get the practice you need to get good is is even harder than than getting proficient at comedy to, not how old were you
0: started though like should be young right
3: i well i drew since i was yes yeah, as five years old i was drawing Whoa! You know, caricatures and Peter stuff your prodigy yeah well uh, yeah if i was a project i wouldn't be in this shithole but uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> did you did <laughs> to, you
1: draw well at five would you say well
3: for a five-year-old i guess yeah you know like an eight-year-old for five old. right 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 <laughs> he's, like, he's almost doubling his age uh so but it was yeah uh, uh and it was fun and and i kind of you know stopped doing it while i was you know blossoming into comedy uh, and, and being on the road, you can't, of course you can't uh, do that kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's still a fun thing to do. And whenever I can help out people like Mike, who's the best person in the world? I love Mike.
1: I have a question for you. Yes. So I actually took some, some sketching lessons and some watercolor lessons. Mm-hmm. And cause I can't draw, I have, I mm-hmm. just can't do it. I, I can barely draw a stick figure. It just doesn't look Right. So I, I took classes and the classes were for people who already knew how to draw basically so one of my classmates was embarrassed for me because my work was really that bad and he lent me this book and he's like you know what you need to do you need to take a picture like mm. say like whatever you want to draw get tracing paper mm. and draw over it and over it and over it and really? over. It. so he said do it like a hundred times he said that'll get into your muscle memory and then you'll know how to draw people or plants or whatever it is you're tracing do you agree with that or do you absolutely think
3: that absolutely yes because uh yeah it, it is all about knowing where the line goes so mm-hmm. I, I did that when i was a kid i remember having tracing paper and tracing over people's faces and and stuff and that's how you learn where things go and i would have couple funnels <laughs> Well, it's also, and in, in comedy, it's like when you first start out, you're kind of imitating the people that you like, right? You know, it's a you're you're taking their influence. Like you've in. always a
0: funny guy since I met you. Were you the class clown in school? I was like terrified of school. I was like, no book reports, please. Yeah. So I was very, you know. <laughs> like,
3: no, I was always the guy who told the class clown what he should do. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I would be like. No, be oh,
0: you're really like, f- like a fused mechanic.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would go. It'd be great if you put that uh tuna sandwich you have in the teacher's desk. Oh, actually, my brother
0: fun. did. I can't, Jenny yeah. knows this about my brother. You know what he would do when we were young? He'd they used to have the remember the flyer things you pulled out of would pull down a fly and come, yeah, yeah, the red thing. He would tell the other kids in the neighborhood, pull that and the ice cream man will come, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, yeah, but you don't want to be the class clown, it. yeah, because you, know, get... you know what he did? What? He goes, if. If the ice cream man don't come, there will probably be a guy with a big red truck with some <laughs> other guys, right? Run up to him and say, "Where's my, where's my chocolate, chocolate? You know what I mean? eggclad? Where's my ice cream? Yeah, yeah. they don't show up. You know what I mean, right? <laughs> well,
3: that's it. You have to learn you know, the, the being a a good comedian is is knowing where to shift the blame. You know, you don't want you don't want to get in trouble for it. So it's
0: uh, let these people. Yeah, but you're super. F- I was going to ask you because you're very super quick right you haven't taken any improv classes i tried for a little while in
3: college i did a few and uh yeah i mean they're fun but it's it's basically you as you know it's it's being on stage and and having someone yell something at you and oh yeah you know in that moment whether uh, if i don't say anything the whole rest of the set is uh, is is turned to crap so jenny's very and quick just... at improv she's very
0: good funny at improv
1: Oh, thank you, Mike. You're too mm-hmm. kind.
3: <laughs> so, but it, but it's good. It's good uh, you know, practice to, uh, have you ever done stand-up, uh, Jenny?
1: No, but I'd love to. I love comedy. I, I love being funny. I love pe- making people laugh. You know, I was working part-time as a waitress last year, and my favorite experiences were when I could just get a table where they didn't like they looked gloomy and down right. where i could get them like roaring with laughter that would just make right. me so happy so i think i would really love yeah. doing stand-up
0: i think it'd be yeah. great because you're just really fast as well quick in the moment yeah,
1: yeah I'd, I'd like to try it i just don't know like i don't know again i something's stopping me like with the writing i mean you know i wrote a scene but like writing like you wrote a great and scene
0: that, as as real as david mammoth okay thank you that's
3: a this is second david mammoth to mention tonight i love
0: him because oh mike can you tell jenny and and the correct fan you got you guys got a hot show the uncle rico show and hear about him
3: oh my goodness the uncle rico show it's sweeping the nation ladies and gentlemen no it is it is. Well, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm like. I don't lie to you. I, well, I lie to you, but I don't lie to, uh, to the paying <laughs> public. And and uh, it's it's amazing. Shirley uh, started it just a, a, what three oh, months I ago. Was
0: from Howard Stern, John. He was on FES. Yeah.
3: And uh, uh, John had been disparaging him um, while Shirley was working for Stern, and and because he was employed by Howard, Shirley couldn't say anything. So once he he left the show. He was like, okay, well, if you want to play that, I can do that too. So this is—I don't know if you ever watched *The Curb Your Enthusiasm*? Mm -hmm. Um, And and this last season of of *Curb*, uh, uh, Larry opens up a spite store. There's there's Java Joe's. so he he next door he opens up Latte Larry's. Just you know, he puts uh, you know a million dollars into the store just to fuck up the other the other guy. Uh, next door and uh so this is a socially just like well i'm just going to start making fun of john's podcast on I, my podcast
0: i can't wait to come on and have fun with you guys Ah,
3: oh, definitely definitely come on we just it's a hoot Mike, it's the,
0: i'm gonna have to cut i wanted i don't want to mean to cut you i just want to people want to probably strangle me in the back now i don't know what's going on back there. Well, i
3: want to strangle you when i'm on here so. I, <laughs>
0: yeah. I think christy has a time i want to bring her up but listen to me. Uh, Tell everybody where they can find the Rico Show. You're all over the
3: place. Uh, the Uncle Rico Show. It's uh, it's on Patreon. It's uh, what is it? The uh, I wrote it somewhere here. Oh, here it is. Uh, it's the uh, patreon.com backslash the shuli show. Uh, just go on there. There's some free shows on on. Um, uh youtube as well uh i'm on instagram on insta mike morse m-o-r-s-e like the code and on twitter on mike Morse says and uh miserable men uh, another podcast that is uh that kicks a little ass and we'll have to have you on that too my friend thank
0: you mike because the thing is i always surround myself with nice people in this i well, that's I'm glad, why I'm glad you made the exception me.
3: for me yeah
0: thank, thank you, you. mike i want to have you come back on soon it could be a longer time because I will definitely talk to you soon. Thank you a million times over for coming
3: on here. Thank you Bye. for everybody. Chrissy, uh, Jenny, nice to meet you. Uh, you me. guys have fun.
0: Thank you, Mike.
3: All right, I'm going to go now. Hey, Jen.
1: Hi, Mike. How you hey, doing? Having
3: a good time? All my
0: friends are I, cool, right?
1: I am. It's funny that he mentioned Morse code, because remember I said to you, oh, maybe I should say something about the Morse code, but I don't want to offend him.
0: No, Jen, you know, I was so funny. you should have said it. He would have loved it he got a good kick out of it because you see how easygoing he is. He mentioned it himself, though.
3: I would have hated it. No, I'm
0: kidding. He's very easygoing (laughs) guy. That's why I love him because our next guest, Jen, right, is what do you call it? A comedian, and she's a personal trainer, and she's just like, she's super honest, and you're going to love her. She's one of my favorite people, the great Christy
4: Miller. Hey. Hey, Christy. How are you? Good, Mikey. How are you? Nice to meet you, Jenny. Nice to meet you, too.
0: I was telling um, General about you, how how like um, what do you call it? How that uh, what do you call it? I want we were gonna ask you about working out and stuff a little bit, like could a guy like me, Christy, right, still get cut up like Bruce Lee? No.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you could do anything, bro. And you know, wow. if you want to do it, you could do it. Just put your mind to it. Get off your ass and do something. See, we were That's talking all. about what do you call it? Um, but Bruce Lee is he, dead, so you don't want to look that cut up.
0: We, 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 we me and Jenny were always talking about
4: how everything is a mind-body connection. Yeah, absolutely. Your central nervous system controls everything. You have to train your central nervous system to do anything. Cause we had a lot of fun.
0: Like, um, I love Jen, what do you call it? You want to ask Chris Jen about working out at all?
1: Um, I don't really work out any anyway. ever since. I used to ever since lockdown, I haven't been working out but I guess there is something I'd like to know about. Um, I don't know if this really falls under the category of working out. I guess it kind of does but there is something called hot yoga right? Sure. Or it's a hundred and I think it's 106 degrees sure. or something like that in the room and you do yoga poses and you sweat so badly and it feels like you're going to pass out at least for me it did. Mm-hmm. So I used to take um, I think the classes were an hour and a half and I, I'd come out of there drenched I'd be soaking wet uh, but do you think that's a good way to detox or do you I don't know if you know about that kind of thing that's what I'm saying this is not exactly the same as training but well, that's something I love
4: to It's to it's do. a good way to sweat out toxins, but it's not to to really detox, you got to really cleanse yourself from the inside out. You have to eat right, eat very clean. Your body's a machine. So if you eat clean and healthy food, your body's going to automatically clean itself out. Going mm-hmm. to a hot yoga and sweating like that, it's just sweating water out of your system. Oh. So what about hydrating you?
1: So how do you feel about fasting? Cause that's something I actually started doing to try to clean up my body.
4: It depends on your makeup. It depends on, you know, your body chemistry. If you have any hormonal imbalances, it may not work. No, so I know, definitely have them. You know, and you know, earlier with you guys talking about low T levels, everybody over 40 has low testosterone. And when a doctor says, oh, it's fine. Because that's fine for somebody at that age, but you don't have to necessarily, succumb to whatever your age is and whatever they say so on the books is normal Mm -hmm. just because it's normal doesn't mean it's good you know what i mean like it's yeah it's normal levels when you get older but do you really have to succumb to getting older no go get some hormone replacement therapy do testosterone replacement therapy i think everybody needs it
1: what what's that what is testosterone
4: replacement therapy just like what madison does she does testosterone replacement therapy Oh, she I didn't know that. Pellets put in. Yeah, she goes to a doctor and gets her, gets Pellet? testosterone. Yeah, they're pellets. They put them into your skin. They're testosterone pellets. Oh. And it absorbs into your body and it, it makes you feel better. Oh. Like, no even you, better. you lift weights or work out. You come out of the gym and you're like, oh, I feel so much better. You kind mm-hmm. of feel like happier and at peace. Yeah. That's a lot of your stress is not working out. It's not training your body. Getting you're those just, endorphins going. It's just fascinating, but...
0: For a guy who spent half his life in a deli, this is interesting. <laughs>
4: <laughs> half your life? Really? Uh- <laughs> what, you there now?
0: <laughs> Kristen, let me ask you something. In school, were you the class clown? I
4: was terrified yes. in school. Yes. Yes. Did, did you get chastised for it or no? Because like- I would heckle the teachers... I would add stuff to people if they were speaking in front of the class and, you know, just because it was boring and I'm like, oh, you suck. I, I was like, boo, you know, and I would like heckle, you know, if you had to do a report out loud in front of class, like you always had to read your reports, I would always heckle somebody or say something and get a big laugh. And then when I would do my reports, I would actually write jokes somehow into them or make it funny if I could.
0: Because um, Most people out in New York are cool. Like I, I, I'm sure you heard I'm with Hook and Madison. Jenny's from Massachusetts, and I know you're from San Francisco, which is cool. Jenny just went, went to California on vacation last year.
4: Mm-hmm. How fun.
1: We did. Where'd you go? Um, well, originally it was a trip to Hawaii gone wrong because they had these really strict COVID rules, and we didn't have the right test, and it was a mess. So ended up in Los Angeles, but I did the Walk of Fame. Did, okay. like, there was a farmer's market. Um, but the, it really wasn't organized. I couldn't really plan anything. Now, my favorite thing would be, I think, which is going to sound so stupid, but to go to the Max Factor Museum. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if you know about that. Yes, I do. Homes, and yeah. it looks so cool because I'm really into like vintage stuff, old Hollywood. No, it's it very looks cool. so awesome. And I would love to go back and go there. You should. Sure it's
4: a really cool yeah. museum. I lived in LA yeah. for 10 years. I was at the mm-hmm. comedy store for 10 years and then I came here.
0: Yeah. We were talking about the weather earlier and me and Jen thought it was hot all year long in LA.
4: No. It's our seasons go by natural disasters. That's what you wow. know the time of year it is. The she summer, went to their lot hot and dry. she said it was cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's desert. Southern California is a desert. It gets cold at night. and then I, mean, in the I thought it's really it was 95 hot. degrees from in the Malibu then no because it's on the coast it's you it's just depends on the like the weather changes but it doesn't get cold cold like it does here but it, you know cold for them is 50 45 yeah. like oh my god we're gonna die no you're not you're gonna be fine
0: have you been to hawaii no i never been to jenny said so it was beautiful i never been there i've seen pictures
1: it you know, is beautiful. Like I want to go back. It's oh, yeah. If I could live there, I would, but it's so expensive.
4: It's and, it's like and the island is like this big, you'll be bored in three hours. You're like, okay, I did everything. It's yeah, I have friends that live out there, mm-hmm. they love it.
3: Yeah, I, I, I would, would I I
4: get bored. I would get bored. I need New York City. I need, York York. I, I need crazy, I need loud, I need crime i need trans you know easy crime? transportation did you yes. say crime yes i need all of it because it makes me feel at peace because it's loud <laughs> it's crazy the great energy it's like a white noise when someone's getting stabbed it's beautiful <laughs> it makes me feel at peace <laughs> well, i was telling uh, jenny earlier
0: i love roller can i know you played for years can you tell them what roller therapy's like she never i never i knew i only watched it i mean what was it really like
1: yeah, I was horrified when he was telling me about this because I didn't know what it was. And he's telling me, and I'm
0: like, what? Maybe I explained the wrong, Christy. I was, like, I
4: was like, it was like championship wrestling on, on skates. It's more like rugby on roller skates. Do you know what rugby is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like rugby, but we're on roller skates and the girl is the ball. Whoa. She's okay. the jammer. We have to get her through the pack. She has to be able to skate through safely. Oh. I wish I
0: could skate.
4: Me too, Mike. Me too. Yeah, but I told Jen, I wish I could do cartwheels. How funny would that be? Like 10 in a row. <laughs> I have a visual now, Mike. Now that'll never be wiped out of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Can, when, I see uh, you, when I see you again, Mike, I'm going to make you do a cartwheel. We're going to film it. Yeah, but Chris Crawley could do them good. Oh, yeah. He was very limber. Just because so, you're fat mean you can't do shit. Yeah, but just because you're fat doesn't mean you can't do shit. I know. People mistake fat for immobile. I mean, unless you're like my six hundred pound life, then you get pretty immobile. Oh yeah. But if you know what I mean, but that's you're not no people normal fat's not like that. You can still do shit.
0: Jen, um, what do you call it? Christy was. I uh, can. I. I'm going to tell what happened to you in the city. Sure. She's a tough person, Jen. Some idiot. Attacked her on the train. I was telling
4: that to Jenny. Can can they caught him? Right? No, no, no. See, I got punched in the face before it was cool. Oh wow! You know, in 2019, cool. before everybody was yeah. Like now, it's like the cool. Everybody's getting hit by a train or punched or attacked. I'm like, I did it way before you guys. Well, you guys I are such. Hacks. They found. They caught. I thought no, somebody no, them. no. Oh, three guys tackled him and beat him up, but he got away because he was well, all yeah, out the of the brain. I, I loved it that they tackled him. Oh, it made me feel so much better because I wanted to tackle him. When I came to, I wanted to kill him. But Knocked it's just. Knocked in out? Yeah. yeah I was in and the he got hospital. away? Yeah. Well, that's awful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's New York. Yeah. New York's always going to be in New York. New York is just New Yorking. You know what I mean? Like everybody acts like oh, there's crime everywhere. There really isn't. It's 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 the same shit we've dealt with for since the beginning of New York City. But now with social media and, and television, especially with social media and everybody's camera phones, it's in everybody's face. Everybody's blowing it out of proportion. It's not it's not any different. Actually, crime like guns and shootings are down 54% this year. It's uh, but petty larceny is up like, like small robberies, you know, getting mugged and that's up because people are hungry people, you know, cause they can get away with it. So, and people don't fight back. If we start letting people fight back and not, you know, and criminalizing them for fighting back and beating the shit out of people, that shit will go way down. I carry brass knuckles everywhere I go. I don't give a shit. I know they're illegal, but I carry them and it really deters a lot of crazy around me. When it comes at me, they see the knuckles and they go, oh, shit, my bad, and they leave. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, just protect yourself when you're out there. You are a woman. Mm -hmm. This is 2022. Everybody's crazy. Nobody like this country doesn't like women. So they think we're weak. And we can't, yeah, they think we're weak. We can't make our own decisions and we can't be in charge of anything. Let me tell you something. In my
0: opinion, girls, ladies, uh, listen, I think, what do you call it? it would be cool if women had more... I, I was always a big fan of women since childhood because, you know, maybe that was because I was raised by a great single mom and grandmother.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You had, a strong, that- you had a strong mom that raised... So did I. I was raised by a single mom. There was no men around to take care of her or do anything. She did everything. My mom yeah. crushed it. May she rest in peace. But she killed it. and And so... I was raised just to be tough, stand on your own feet, and don't take shit from people. Oh, and, girls. So I want to play a quick loud. game. Yes.
0: I want to play a quick game. Look at this book. Interesting stories for curious people. Nice. Jen, I'm going to open this page, any page now, Christy. We'll okay. see what, what, what interesting is. If it's a good All story. All right. All right. Let's, let's do it. Oh, no. Before Columbus, what a topic. <laughs> 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 well, we learned how most of the, we were given false information by our grade school teachers they told us uh, the leaders of europe believed that on earth was the earth was flat and fuck this i heard this already i thought they were going to have some juicy stuff about them you know what i mean right.
4: oh how uh you know you yeah, fucked Jen, great right? everybody and <laughs> i was gonna ask like Jenny. Syphilis. How,
0: Jen, how, how how were you in school? Were you the class clown or quiet? I was very quiet.
1: I wasn't the class clown. I wasn't quiet. Quiet. I was just pretty good with, with my grades. I got good grades, even though I didn't like doing my work. I always did everything last minute or I would cram before a test, but I was just able to get by. But I wasn't very interested, which is kind of embarrassing or oh. not embarrassing, but I guess I'm kind of ashamed to say that now. Oh, but, you know, I really don't wasn't. Don't be ashamed
4: of that. No, if if you don't find it interesting, then that means there was nothing they weren't trying to, there was nothing drawing you in to make you want to learn. I'm lucky I went to a really good public school in California Mm -hmm. and I learned government, economics, history. Like like my teachers got us into it, made us like want to learn shit. So it's your teachers, you know, that's your school system failing. Again, the education Mm -hmm. system in this country is. So if you weren't interested and just didn't give a shit, there was nothing trying to like pull you in or get you excited about anything.
1: Yeah, I definitely wasn't excited about it except for English, English class. I like to write, and I, you know, okay. I always enjoyed English class, writing, even grammar, spelling, all that stuff. I was in the spelling bee. I was in the state spelling bee. I loved,
3: that's awesome. I loved
1: that kind of stuff. But yeah, everything else awesome. is just, yeah. everything else is just, I don't want to be here, you know, but I, I knew it, I understood it. I just didn't care right. about
0: it. Yeah.
4: Jenny, kick it off. You're, you're, you're a normal a- kid. You're a normal kid then.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jenny said we did a podcast before. I'm so glad you guys great people around
4: us. You, everybody else was on here. Oh no, everybody's great that's been on here.
0: Yeah,
1: everybody's been awesome. I love it.
4: Because you know why? I picked people I know.
0: And especially in this business, it's, it's hard to it's it's like being in the eyes of box with Julius Caesar. You know? <laughs> 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 that's what i would say it is sometimes but um what do you call it christy uh jen christy also opened, opened up with some super famous comics that i love some what i couldn't oh i'm sorry she opened she caught with some very famous comics that i love oh. andrew dice clay was one wow <laughs> yeah and uh what do you call it and uh paul mooney was another he, paul mooney was great he passed away recently but he was a brilliant comic and writer he wrote for like all television shows for
4: years yeah that was he went, yeah he's a legend
1: did you say uh, did he say you introduced him i wait here no i opened for them are you open for, oh that's awesome that's really yeah. cool yeah yeah so do you still do comedy now oh yeah, full time, time.
4: yeah
1: oh full time okay i have an you album gotta... i
4: have an album coming out at the end of the year oh nice fuck oh, it now crazy. i want to let people yeah, know yeah, it's called Christianity and because comedy is my religion and the comedy club is my mm-hmm. church and it's a wild ride and it's being edited now. They should be done with it and all the legalities and be out hopefully by the end of the year at the latest. So um, I'm leaving on a cruise ship this weekend. So that's why oh, I have nice. to go. I got to pack and, and get do some meetings and stuff, but I'm doing comedy on a cruise next week. So I'll be back Thanksgiving. Nice. Nice.
0: Uh, i was talked to Christy a lot, Jen, and mm-hmm. I got to meet him a couple of times. And Dykes is just one of the nicest humans there are. When 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 you see the real Andrew, he's he's a, a total total
4: joke, just a doll. Dykes is only a character, Jen, really?
0: right? He's one of the nicest people. I'll tell you a good story about him quickly. Um, when I met him, like the fourth or fifth time, he he was on the Artie Lang show, and Artie said to him. You know you disappeared for like 10 years what happened and he said i took 10 years off to raise my sons oh that's,
4: that's nice what he said yeah. to
0: make sure that we he couldn't a, be good real, men
4: he's a great father he's just that's a good, good man all around very good that's, i
0: loved him in the beginning but when i heard that i loved him even more for that you know what i mean because yeah. but christy thank you for coming on here We're gonna, oh. i would definitely talk to you when you come before the cruise
4: yeah, definitely, and then we got to work on that show together, uh, that, Mike and I. Absolutely,
0: because what do you call it? You guys should, what, Jen. When when the when, the, what, when the, New York is safe, when you come to see Kristen. She's hilarious. You'll love her. Oh, I would love
1: to see you. Yeah, I would love anytime. to see you more. Yeah. Yeah,
4: it's a wild ride. It's it's uh, <laughs> it a wild That's ride.
1: I like and I like that. Yeah, so, yeah that is great.
4: There's a lot of thank
0: oh you, my Christine. god. <laughs> I will definitely talk to you soon. That was yes, so much Mike,
4: fun. I, I, I love you so much, Mikey. And it's great to meet you, Jenny. Great and to meet you. And thanks for everything. Bye, you guys. Bye, Mateo. Bye.
0: Bye, Bye Christy. Jen, that's fun. I'm glad you are kicking butt, Miss Mrs. Miss, Miss Springs. Thanks. I'm just
1: kinda you listening Yourself, what they have to say.
0: What? You yourself, and I love every minute of it because Oh thanks. I'm, I'm, I know you would have a, good, a great time with people I book because I know what you like movies and so do I, right? My ne- our next guest is a long time friend. I know him about 20 years. He's a filmmaker and he's, we're going to pick his brain a little bit about movies. I know you love movies like I do. He, he loves all kinds. My good friend, the great Frank Pernaschke. Hey, Mike, what's going on? Hey, Frank, how you doing? All right. Doing great,
5: Mike. Jenny. Frank, I'm I was so
0: tired oh. before I didn't even recognize you.
5: <laughs> yeah i've I dropped uh 70 pounds since the last well, time we
1: Ooh, wow congratulations that's really incredible
5: yeah. he cut
0: out sugar and stuff
5: uh oh. well i well like right. i had kind of had to i have diabetes these days i fucked around and found out <laughs> uh. Jenny, I just wanted to say I've been uh, watching the show from the back. I absolutely love you. I want to hug you, not in a creepy way. Oh, I just want no, to hug no, you. That's he's sweet.
1: Sweet. Thank you.
0: Craig. <laughs> <tried, laughs> got a great wife, <laughs> and, and he has a beautiful I want beautiful to tell puppy. you
1: something. I want to tell you something. I have a huge problem with sugar. Like this. Caffeine,
0: what are you talking about? <laughs>
1: caffeine free, but I take <laughs> caffeine pills. I got caffeine free because I take so many caffeine pills, but. I have so many Pepsis a day, it's not even funny, and I cannot stop. And I'm worried I'm going to get diabetes because it runs in my family, and I already have hypoglycemia, so I think I'm probably at a higher risk. But, yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah but getting back to what uh, the other guests were talking about, like uh, in fitness and stuff, really, mm-hmm. I, I found out I went to the doctor, I was like, oh, you're diabetic. I'm like, what? It's like, how did this happen? I'm only 265 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how could this be? And then uh, so I started doing yoga. It's funny you were talking about yoga before. Uh, not the Vikram yoga that you were doing, that's a little too intense. Uh, a lot of weights and stuff, and uh, I don't need uh pills or insulin at this point. Uh, because I got it down naturally. So exercise uh, saved my
0: life. Jenny likes movies. I do the classic ones. Oh, I like my movies myself. What Frank, what is your favorite? We Jenny had me watch a movie uh, and and as an un-American. We made sound. a movie, Mike. Remember? And yeah, but un-American as the sounds. What do you call it? Um, I never seen the Indiana Jones movies till one Jenny got me to see, and oh, it was wow. mind blowing. It was called uh, In Search of the Lost scots Raiders of the Lost Ark.
5: Oh, no, no, Kingdom of no, the no. uh, Crystal
1: Skull. It
5: oh, was okay. one kind
1: of flopped in the box office. But sure, sure. my son loved it. And oh. I just had...
5: How old like your son?
1: I thought he might enjoy it. How old's your son? Oh, my my kids are adults now. Oh. Like 20 and 22. <laughs> oh, but he was
5: a kid when like 2008, I think oh, that came out. So yeah, I guess that's when yeah. he saw it. So yeah, he's right, right I, I, kind of like, I, I should have watched
0: it 30 years earlier. I love those kind of movies now. Uh,
5: The first one is really the best. Actually, my personal favorite, we talked about it on my other podcast, uh, Draft Class. Uh, My favorite is the third one, uh, Last Crusade, because I think it's the funniest one. You got Sean Connery. It's amazing. I haven't seen
0: any of the other movies. What? Do you like the Twilight Zone? I do. Yeah, everybody. Frank has a whole podcast about it.
5: Yeah, we are on the Zoning Out podcast. Uh, it's on the Bloody Disgusting Network, uh, Bloody FM. If you want to check that out, we essentially do episode recaps of the original Twilight Zone series. Uh, we, you know, we just break down each episode. We're a bunch of overanalytical dorks, so it's just us just breaking down the minutiae of each episode, and then it veers off into weirdness. Like last episode, the last like ten minutes of us just doing Arnold Schwarzenegger cho- quotes at each other.
1: <laughs> wait, 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 wait! So you you did each episode? Like you did? You well, we're still doing time? it. We're
5: only on episode eleven, oh. and uh, yeah, so like we're that's the plan though. We're gonna go through every episode, potentially the 80s series that the the reboot oh, series no. they did in the eighties mm-hmm. that Bruce Willis started on. If you remember that episode, mm-hmm. uh, we're definitely gonna do the movie and just anything Rod Serling related. We're just big fans of the show, so.
1: I wanted to pick your brain about something. So there's, there are actually two episodes that I can't find that I remember from being a really, really little kid, like that were shown in syndication on TV. So one was like a little girl named Jenny and the father called her a monkey. I think it was her father. My father used to call me a monkey and I was Jenny. And so I just thought it was like so cute, but I, (laughs) I don't really remember the story with that one. I just thought that was so weird. And then there was another one where a kid—I'm pretty sure—gets lost in the wall, or something like oh, that. Oh, like I know that one. Their kid. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't find that anywhere. And I just remember the kid was like they couldn't—they could hear the kid, but they couldn't find the kid.
5: Yeah, they spoofed that episode on a uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror where Homer Three, where they do the CG animation. Season four. I didn't go out. Of, I didn't go out much as a kid.
0: <laughs> no, me, me either,
5: really. um, No. Uh yeah, Twilight Zone. is it, we're all just casual fans. We're not experts or anything, and that's the yeah. show. It's just like we're all casual fans. Like, how many episodes have we seen? But it's it turns out everybody's just seen the same few episodes. Like so the Burgess Meredith, he broke his glasses episode. Oh yeah. Or it's a cookbook. It's a cookbook. Like those are the episodes that it, they always show on New Year's. Oh, Sebastian so, Cabot is the, devil.
1: the plane one, right? Is the one with the plane nightmare on the... forty?
5: Yeah, nightmare at forty thousand feet. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. With William Shatner, yeah. which they did Popular in the movie. Right? Yeah. yeah, right. Those are the same ones that everybody always talks about. And it's like, you know, there's like hundreds of episodes. So yeah. has anybody done like a real deep dive of this show? Uh, so what's like really like, like see the episodes that we've never seen. And we're discovering like, wow, this is like, why is this episode not get talked about? There, are a few duds. there
0: definitely are so many, right?
5: Yeah, there's a few duds in there. I mean, after any show does, but it's incredible. The amount of quality that that show pumped out and it's still worked. A lot of the shows still work today
0: definitely, because Jen, Rod Sterling was brilliant. It's so, he, he was a one-of-a-kind writer for sure. Right? I mean, the guy
5: was a machine. The guy wrote and wrote. He basically worked himself into an early grave. Like We were finding all autobiographical wow. stuff with him. But he and,
0: smoked like an animal though.
5: Well, wow, he was doing four or five packs of cigarettes today. I'm sure that didn't help matters either.
0: Wow. <laughs> but Frank, can you tell Jenny about Welcome to the Future? The film we did. That was awesome. Oh yeah. So, uh, did Mike ever show it to you? No, no. Mike! It's called <laughs> the Comic-Con. <laughs> what? So yeah. A few few years Comic-Con.
5: Yeah. So a few years back, I had this wild hair brained idea to, let's see if we could shoot an entire feature at a public event like New York Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I wrote a script and cast, uh, you know, cast people I knew and cast, uh, some fresh faces that, uh, I, did for just traditional casting. Uh, I wrote a role right for Mike. I said, like, that was like one of my first things. Like, okay, anytime I do anything, Mike, I go, where does Mike fit into all this? <laughs> I swear to God, like, for real. It's, I Thank- was telling Mike Morse earlier. I was like, I, it's my, it's my mission to make you a superstar. I want to see you. you. I want to be driving down LA one day and then see your face on a billboard. That's, that's my mission. And now, it will probably
0: be about 95, time. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought,
5: but so, yeah, we tried. Uh, we essentially went to New York Comic Con as it was running. And the year we went, it had an attendance of 180,000 people. It was wow, the largest crazy, attendant yeah. indoor event of, in American history up to that point. Uh, and uh, it somehow came out as a coherent film. Uh, I don't know how, because <laughs> I don't remember anything from that four days. I was just stressed. And, and I acted in it too, because only because the person I had as the lead dropped out at the last minute. So, well, And so I was like, I'm not an actor and I had to play the lead. But you did a Uh, great
0: job though. Thank you
5: so much. People seem to, I I don't think I botched the movie. I think I was adequate. I also tailored it to myself. I was, so I was around, you know, I was 260 at that point. So I just said, just write a lot of fat jokes at my expense to make it work. (laughs) Oh, that's what
1: you lost weight. So where can I see this movie?
5: uh, uh, We just kind of dropped it on YouTube just for fun. It was kind of a loss leader. It, It was just an experiment to see if we could do it. Mm-hmm. and uh, I, there's no way to ever distribute it because I break so many uh, intellectual property laws. I think it, it is like every time I did try to like, for I did like a half-hearted attempt to like at distributors and they just asked a bunch of legal questions that they know. It was just like, yeah, I don't know what you did. It was technically legal. So pass. So I'm like, okay, figured. I just wanted to check. <laughs> so uh, I just said, yeah, fuck it. Just throw it on YouTube. If people want to see it, check it out.
0: We'll uh, check it out. It's we actually- had a lot of
5: fun making yeah, it's very funny. It's a very sweet movie.
0: And Mike's and amazing. Greg cast me as a comic book nerd, it was funny.
5: Yeah, Rod. Oh, I've decided. So I we're getting into producing audio dramas. We've just produced two of them, uh, Scars and Seclusion. They're not out yet, but look out for them. Oh, I'm bloody nice. disgusting. Hopefully I'm bloody disgusting. And uh, I'm writing myself, I'm writing an audio drama too. Dude, I'm never going back to film, first of all, because dude, the audio drama world, It's if you come from a film background, like producing audio dramas, like old time radio, this is like, it's like a joke. Oh,
0: that's what I was gonna tell you, Frank, right? Jenny introduced me to this great documentary series, right? Mm. That, that was done in, in the UK and families would go back to different time periods and be shopkeepers and live like that. Have you ever seen it? Is it back in time? I saw- Yes, it's, it's it, back it, in
1: time. Yes. It's so, I love that. It's I so watched. watched
5: the back in time for dinner series where they make the house look like the fifties and you and every day uh, they're okay. So in 1951, this piece of technology is introduced. So this is how people would use it. That was the first run of that show. It's been running for a while now, but yeah, that show is amazing. Yeah. I love that. We had
1: another one on the high street with uh, like all different families. It was, they're all so good. I, I find them so entertaining. And I love that kind of stuff.
5: Well, it's an amazing it. history lesson. Like it it's is. especially with the food stuff. It's just like I had no idea. You know what was it called? Uh, Bird's Eye. The company is like mm-hmm. the most important, important thing of the in 20th century because cream, the idea right? of frozen no, food.
0: Yeah. They made it frozen dinners and whipped cream. I think, yeah. Right. First of all,
5: Bird's Eye is a dude's name. I thought that was just the company logo. Like, uh, there's no. a dude named what like I... Henry Bird's Eye. Oh,
1: uh, well, I never
2: knew that. Yeah, is that weird? It is I was
5: like, weird. It just thought it was like a silly logo. It's like, no, there's a dude named Birdseye who made that company. Mm-hmm. And like the idea of frozen food, like lurched society forward, like in in insanely, un, like ways that you wouldn't think of. Because the fact that like you could keep food stored and fresh for a long time, mm-hmm. it changed a lot of things. That's amazing stuff. I, I love that show. Yeah,
0: you it's, talk, it's I was like, so good, right?
5: Yeah, that's uh, great.
0: You learn from him, from him,
1: learning it's entertaining it's like everything and I, I plus i love england it was you know it's set in england so I, if i could be on a show like that i would definitely do it it would be so be, fun. Be
0: phenomenal that. on that yeah, documentary
1: like that
5: documentary series uh from the uk are so weird because i'm used to people just screaming at each other constantly on like shows like that here there's so yeah, well that's how those shows play out here. If like it's like people would be fighting on this show, but everybody's so mannered, like the whole mm-hmm. back in time series is like you're roughing it. These families have to really rough it. And like in America, they'd heighten the drama and make everybody just screaming and cursing at each other. In UK, it's yeah. just like, oh, this is a sticky wicket, isn't it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they did have a little, a little dispute, like the, the shopkeepers, I think it was the shopkeeper family and the butcher. Family. Oh yeah, they, they, they were kind they, of having it out. It,
0: it they were definitely was doing episodes. some bad tactics to each other, right?
1: Yeah, they were like sabotaging each other. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. Show, right? It's like started it. My mother started it, and
0: it, it was horrible because it made me think that they do stuff like that in real life. They might have probably done. did.
1: Do, I think all throughout the history of of humankind, people have been doing things like that. But it just, I don't know. I, I actually kind. of kind of found that funny. Like when, I You it, know that whole bickering thing? Because it was
5: well it's
0: it, drama. It's it it's serious, it, yeah. But
1: it was just like the things they were doing to sabotage each other were really funny. You'd have to see it. It was it it's was, awesome
0: because Jenny yeah. also introduced me to I mean I, I read a little bit about him, but uh Sherlock Holmes one series over there was awesome. oh the when they, oh, oh, they, they, they
5: batch one. <laughs>
1: No, Jeremy Brett. Oh, the, um, the
5: best one. Yeah, that's the most authentic I'm, versions of the show. Yeah, the Jeremy Brett so ones. One, right? yeah. like yeah, Show's Yeah,
0: I'm,
5: a, I'm an Anglophile a little bit too. So I, when I was a kid, again, didn't go out much. I, I read like all the Sherlock Holmes short stories and novels when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, those are great. The Jeremy Brett ones are the most authentic I feel uh, like that versions too. of the I Yeah, Yeah, they, they really, they're very close to how they played in the books and short stories.
0: Mm-hmm. Frank I would ask uh, you one more question and oh. I, I'm, I'm going to pick your brain about this Jen I want uh, who are your three favorite directors and why
5: Ooh, this is a tough one loaded well uh, well we just did a uh, a, sh- a podcast where we talked about one of our favorite directors uh, Joe Dante is definitely one of my favorite directors of all time uh, the guy who directed Gremlins uh, oh, wow. Inner Space yeah I'm a big fan of his uh, uh, i'm a film nerd so i'm obliged to say orson wells you just have to say that oh
0: yeah
5: uh and uh who else gee whiz god this is a tough one uh i'll pick a safe one i guess tarantino that's a safe one well, me too yeah
0: Eddie had me introduce me to some classic films from the 40s that were mind blown. which film which movies
1: so let's see there were quite a few of them so there was um hitchcock film that i had him watch. well i didn't have them i suggested Notorious.
5: Um,
1: which, which um shadow of a doubt with shadow Joseph of a doubt and Teresa right i love so that good. one it's a very good one that's really good and um, laura i don't know
5: never actually seen laura that's uh i think 55 for no it's 44. 40, oh, wow. it's 1944
1: <laughs> it's a film noir with gene tierney um dana andrews and a What's his name? Vincent Price is in it. Mm. it Price. It's a very, very well-made film that's, noir. It is so good. I highly recommend it.
5: That's one of David Lynch's favorite movies and uh, that he always references a lot, Laura. What, I've never Morris? seen
1: it. Oh uh, it's, it's very good. I recommend it highly. You gotta recommend. watch it,
0: Frank. You'll love it.
1: Uh, yeah. What else did I recommend to you, Mike? I, I recommended quite a few uh, since you um, went away. I, I think a lot of people might be bored with that one, but I love it.
5: It's, it's, war, I never,
1: it's like oh, a home war-time movie, ah. but I really liked it. James Joseph
5: you know what I just recently watched? I've been watching years. The Maltese Falcon. You ever see that one?
1: I have the book, so I don't want to I, – I still haven't read the book, so I don't want to watch the movie. That's what's keeping me from watching it. it it's, be, oh, it's uh,
5: great. Uh, Mike Curtis, who also directed that, he directed uh, that in Casablanca. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah, I want to see it. I know it's supposed to be really good. But that's the only thing keeping me from it well another one the, the heiress like things people don't know about the heiress rebecca is really rebecca. good um alfred hitchcock another alfred hitchcock there's so many good classic films i love them love it we just- you know, there's a lot
0: so many of them it's like uh, incredible because frank I, we always talk me and jen always talk about to a time machine going back to the 40s and staying <laughs> there
5: for a while <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite hitchcock uh, we were just talking about this on our show uh Rear Window is all like we were all, we all were just, we all realize that Rear Window is our favorite Hitchcock movie.
1: I like Rear Window a lot, but I think out of the Grace Kelly ones, or even the, probably out of all of them, I really like um, Dial In for Murder. I Dial really in for like it. Yeah.
5: One. Yeah. His it's 50s good. output for me is my favorite stuff. It's that. Yeah. Uh, you also have what's the one with uh, uh, Vertigo, uh,
0: Birch. Mateo just touched North by
5: Northwest. That's the one I was struggling for. Uh, that's what
0: there's
1: another one that I like with Ingrid Bergman. I can't think what it's called. Notorious, I think she was a doctor.
5: I keep wanting to say Notorious.
1: Is it like the guy lost his memory and she's playing a doctor? Oh, Oh. I think it might be. Oh, I can't.
5: Ah, I I Google it, but I can't. My fingers aren't fast enough.
1: Yeah, but it's really good. It's that little girl. What.
0: The, that movie you told me about the little girl.
1: The little girl.
0: That was, that was some guy thought it was his daughter.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. I don't think that's a classic film. That's just something that's really weird and out there. Are you talking about the reincarnation movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. scared the crap. Oh, I loved the.
1: Yeah, there's a movie called oh. Audrey Rose. Mm. I, it's not a classic film or anything. It's
0: something that I thought that it was like, no, me when I was
1: little. It was on TV, I thought it was a TV movie and it traumatized me because the girl (laughs) dies when she's hypnotized. And I thought, I didn't understand it was a reincarnation film. I thought they weren't taking her back to another life, which they were, but when I was little watching it, I thought, oh, she's just getting hypnotized and she's reliving a bad experience and she dies. So I got like, really scared of hypnotism after that. I was like six years old watching this on TV. My mother had it on. I wasn't really supposed to be watching, but I I, <laughs> uh, I go,
5: you?
0: Go. Oh, oh you can you do me a favor, right? Yes. Jen, Frank has a cute dog named Pip. Oh, yeah? <laughs> She's I grab like,
5: her, but she's in the other room, and I I'd love to show. I'll I'll, I'll send you pics, Mike, that you could send her. It's uh, okay, cool. I pip it. Frank, I just want to
0: thank you because thank
5: you so much, awesome. Mike. I'm
0: so glad because I found you.
5: Oh, I I'll do this any. I'll do anything you ever ask me, Mike. I love thank you very you, much, Mike.
0: I love you. You're a great. Friend. And I, Jenny,
5: I just met you, but I love you too.
0: Thank you, and it's
1: so, so nice, nice to meet you. And I love your background, Twilight Sony. Uh, I love it. I love
0: the vibes.
5: That's the show. Yeah, that's the show banner. So thank you so much.
0: Thank Frank, you. I will definitely nice talk to you, me. buddy. Thank you for everything. Thank you, sir. Take care, Frank. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Jen, how are you having a good time? I am. Good, good. Everything's
1: so nice. Like, I I feel so, so what's the word I want to say? I was going to say stupid, but I don't like that word I was going to say. I feel so. Um,
0: Exhilarated.
1: No, that's not the word. Like, I you're not stupid, my- Jenny. <laughs> Don't ever say that
5: about yourself. You're great.
1: No, like, because at first I was like, what's a podcast? Like, what are you doing on a podcast? I, I didn't really know. So I looked up something quickly and I'm like, oh my God, it's so formal. You have to have read the book, you have to no. know all this stuff and ask them specific questions. I'm screwed.
5: I'm new to podcasts myself. Like, I've only been yeah. doing it a few months. You got it. There's no what nice way to say it. You're gonna eat fact, shit. Your you know you're gonna beat yourself up. You're not. You're gonna notice things about like verbal ticks that you have that you yeah. never knew before that you have. I didn't realize how much I go uh between sentences and trying to connect basic thoughts. It's the worst feeling on the planet when you. Yeah, hope, but- sorry, but eventually you'll filter them out. It's just it's like anything else. You just gotta keep doing it.
0: Yeah, yeah that's but what? <laughs> oh, Bye. Yeah, I,
5: yeah, like, yeah.
0: I had a whole. No, what? I was scripted with tons of stuff, and I lost my book before the show started. Mm-hmm. So this is all improv. <laughs> well,
1: that we'll never would have noticed, good, you know. But, yeah, no, I have things I want to work on. Like, I know I have, like, a really high voice. I actually just signed up for vocal instructions so I can try to lower my speaking voice. I I feel like I have too high of a voice. I feel like I sound too young too childish
0: Amazing.
5: don't do anything don't change a thing with the voice uh my thing is this is what makes me uh, that helps me focus and helps me center and helps me get my thoughts out clearly uh mm-hmm. is just have a lot of notes in front of you that's what i usually do just have just have when you're ever in doubt just stare at Piece of paper or your iPad, whatever you do, it'll make it a lot easier because I was trying to wing it for the first few episodes, and it was just mm-hmm. me shame spiraling for like an hour and a half, going, oh, uh, me. uh so it's so like, like me today. You did not did shame spiral, you held notes. it together. Good. I tried to,
1: I tried to write some notes, but I'm like, I don't have any time because the guests like were different from last week and I didn't have really time to research anything. So I'm like, Oh, okay, she's an author. Oh, okay, but, like I can't. Look up all the stuff on five people in a day, so I'm just like, all right, you know what? I'm just gonna have to wing this.
5: Sometimes so- I wing it and just keep a, if, if depending on who it is, just keep a Wikipedia. Like when I'm pressed for time, like we talk about movies and TV shows, so like sometimes I have no time to do notes, and I just cheat like a like a like a lazy high school kid, and I just leave Wikipedia open and just scan that oh, as God. I'm like to be talking. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm taking too much of your time. I'll go. Thank you so much again. Thank you, Frank.
0: You guys are awesome. Goodbye. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. Jen, you're doing yeah. great. It's so much fun. I love this because I had a whole script that was neurotic about. It. I'm like, I lost my script. Yeah. I was like that pulling my hair out, right? Yeah. But then I'm like, oh no. But see, you, you being you, you're killing it.
1: Well, I never have a script. I, I just I wanted to have some notes though, like, oh, okay, I want to talk about this with this person. I want to talk about this with this person, you know, but I really couldn't I couldn't do that this time, but maybe for the next one, who
0: knows? It's gonna get better and better, believe me, because. Okay. First of all, I wanna thank my co-host, the wonderful, great Jenny Springs. Welcome yeah. to the podcasting, Jen.
1: Thank you, Mike, it's a pleasure to be here. I really had a good time.
0: I'm so glad you did. Next, I wanna thank my producer, who's been a friend and for a bunch of years now. He's funny, he's great, he's also a comedian, you can catch him, what do you call it? Any all over, and he's the producer of the show. You'll see us on um, YouTube, Patron, all over the place on audio very soon. The great Mateo Pascal, he's a good guy, and watch out for him. Uh, also, our first guest. Oh, damn, I just forgot our first guest. Oh, no.
5: <laughs> Mike Morse.
0: Oh, our first guest was a longtime Madison. friend, Madison. Oh, Yeah, yeah, Madison. Sorry. So sorry, our first guest, the great Madison Malloy, she has a book out now. Our next guest was my great longtime friend Mike Morse from the Howard Stern Show and the Uncle Rico Show. Then my longtime friend, comedian, actress Christy Miller, who's special, will be coming out. Then my great friend, uh, longtime friend, filmmaker Frank Benacci. Look for his podcast all over. And most importantly, thank you. Uh, to all the fans and friends of ours. And uh, thank you, God, for letting us be have something special together in this. And uh, you want to say goodnight, Jen? Say goodnight.
1: Good night, everybody.
0: Thank you, Mateo.